Now, you might not believe this, but the career path of almost every super successful individual included having a job just like the one you have now. You're either going to or coming from work, so we might as well talk about it today on Your Way to Work. And now, your host, Ricardo Witte. Hi, everybody. This is Rick Witted, and you're listening to the podcast show On Your Way to Work, the show that talks to you, the worker, on the workplace floor. Not your boss, not your manager, not the business owner. There's enough leadership stuff out there, but I'm talking to you, the worker, the one that's on the workplace floor, nine to five every day, in some cases, nine to six, in some cases, seven to seven, whatever it is, you, you're the one out there in the workplace, keeping the business going. So I want to talk to you about the things you need to do and the path you need to take and the steps maybe you need to walk out to find your career in a progressive motion moving forward, whatever that means to you. So what do I want to talk about today? I want to talk about balance. There is just so much going on in our lives. There's very few people that I've found myself running into lately when I ask the question, so how's it going? The answer is always busy. And that busy has a ton of shapes and sizes and colors with it. Busy with my family, busy with the kids, busy at work, busy in the things or organizations that I'm involved with outside of work. No matter who I run into in a day, I can tell you, one of those interactions, at a minimum, I'm going to get that response. Rick, it's going what great, but I am just stretched out. Things are crazy right now. And so that's what I want to talk about, balance. How do you balance all of those things? Balance. How do I achieve balance when I've got all of these things going on? And balance. How can I possibly keep my sanity in the midst of all of these things? That's what I want to talk about today. Let me give you a really, really big disclosure before we start this show. I suck at balance. I am the kind of person that just goes for it full blast. It's going to be, this is going to shock you, right? Those that may know me, um, I didn't think that I was that kind of person. I didn't really think that I was a type A personality. And something recently happened to me. So I went to my allergist and one of the best in in the central Florida area, Dr. Anderson, and uh, came highly recommended. And as I'm sitting in the office with uh, one of his nurse practitioners, Aaron, so if she's listened to the show, shout out to Erin. She, she rocks at her job. Uh, I am sitting here being diagnosed and we're talking about allergies and or things that I may be allergic to. And I was profoundly shocked to learn less about my allergies and more about me. 
So it came, I, I came to find out that I have likely had allergies for most of my life. I've always had allergies. I was a little shocked because I did this little blow in the tube test and they had these three little houses with the three pigs and, and I couldn't quite get that last house all the way down. And I was a little nervous about that. I've got to tell you, it's like, do I have lung issues? What's going on? Well, the point of that test was to see if there were any allergies or allergy-related things affecting my breathing and or my lungs. So lo and behold, Erin, she is walking me through the results. And she's looked at my nasal passages, looked in the back of my throat and said, oh, yeah. You got allergies. And I had prior to that giving her given her a litany of what I do, you know, what my job is, the things that I've got going on in my life. And her conclusion was this. You have likely had allergies most of your life for sure. And I've been dealing with this issue that's allergy related. Didn't really realize that at the time, but allergy related probably for the last four or five years. And she made a statement that stopped me in my tracks. She said, you've probably been dealing with allergies all your life, but you are the kind of person that's carrying on so many things and you're a doer and a doer and a doer and you just get it done. You just keep doing, you keep doing. You probably think that's normal. And the challenge is you don't really know what normal is. So I was blown away when I heard that. I mean, first of all, I guess I hadn't really looked at myself as a type A person. I love people. I love bringing the team in. I, that's kind of me. So I, I assume that because I'm so people focused and team focused, I thought type A meant being me focused. Nonetheless, what was really amazing was to step back and realize first, I've been doing so much. I hadn't really taken notice of who I am and how I am. And then secondly, just to realize that I had not been normal, that I'd been abnormal, that my, you know, I've been living with this allergy that's slightly hampered me. And because, because of that, um, I didn't even realize that I was operating not at full capacity. Well, I think that's analogous to so many things in the workplace. Honestly, it's probably analogous to so many things in our life. But trying to balance work and home and life and outside activities and the exercise routine and my health and on and on and on and on. Trying to balance those things can get you into, I'm just the doer mode. And some of you know what I'm talking about. You've just been just so stretched out. Things going around you at 100 miles an hour. Things coming at you that you didn't expect almost constantly in an environment that seems very, very, very tense. Um, and you know what? You become a doer. I just got to get it done. I just got to get it done. I know that if I can get past this, whatever it is, I can get it done. If I could just get beyond this deadline, things will be better. And if I can just get beyond this next task, things will be better. 
And what happens is you become a doer. And I'm not saying doing is bad. Uh, Listen, uh, this is the pot calling the kettle black, if anything. I am that person. But like my doctor reminded me, you can become so caught up in the doing, you lose track of normality and what's normal. Let me give you some examples of that. Work becomes out of balance to your personal life. And listen, that can be both good and bad uh, scenarios in the workplace. Things are going so well. I'm knocking it out of the park. This is amazing. And because it's going so well, I'm just going to keep slugging at it. And I'm moving up and I'm advancing and I'm progressing in my career and things are great. And the money's coming in or the flexibility to do whatever I need to do and have autonomy. All of those things are happening and it's awesome. And I'm not taking care of myself personally. I'm not pouring into my marriage or my significant relationship or my kids or my health, I'm, 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 things are so great that I lose balance. And you might find yourself like me. You're breathing, but you're not at 100%, and you don't even know it. Or things could be horrible at work. I'm not hitting my goals. It seems every morning my boss is waking up not on the wrong side of the bed. He's not even in the house. He's across the street in the lawn behind the neighbor's prickly bush waking up. Horrible. And every day it's like I'm dealing with this person or, and it's, this is horrible. And I get so consumed in what's not happening at work. I get so consumed And like, what's not going well? And I'm not moving. And I used to be knocking it out of the park, man. And now I can, I can barely get it over the pitcher's mound. If that, I can't even bunt. And so now I'm consumed. And again, same result. I'm not focused in on the relationships that matter to me. My marriage, there's not a lot of significant time with my kids. I'm not doing a lot so forth, you name it, right? And so you lose balance. And so I just want to pause today. I know you're used to me giving you some tips about your career and how to progress and move forward in the things that matter most to you in the workplace and how to find the right path, you know, to get to where you want to be. But listen, there is no path more important than you having a balanced life. When you lose balance, you really can get yourself tossed up. You know, I I remember once being young and my grandfather and I, we were sitting on the porch uh, at grandpa's house and we were looking out. It was a country old screen porch. We're looking out on the porch and there's this dog that's kind of, the dog's kind of walking and then it stopped and it's walking and it stopped and it paused for a really long time. And so for those of you like me who grew up in the country, you knew every dog in town. Don't ask me why. I don't know why, but country folks, dogs are like a part of the community. You knew the dogs. You knew which ones. If you got on your bike and you tried to ride past, the dog was coming after you. And we're looking out. My grandpa goes, I don't know who that, I don't know who that dog is. I've seen that dog before around here. 
And the dog kept pausing and stopped. And I said, well, Grandpa, what's he doing? And my grandpa said, that dog's lost. Uh, He went on and just explained to me that unlike humans, when we find ourselves lost, you know what we do? We speed up. We run faster and faster and we loop in that circle till our head almost spins off. We're the only creature. We could learn from the dog here who, when they're lost, when they've lost their bearings, when they don't know their boundaries, they stop to try to gain their center. And that's what this show is about today. I want to help you gain your center. Honestly, can I really be honest with you guys? I need to gain my center. I'm running harder than I've ever run before. I'm outgrowing my space for sure. And, uh, you know, be careful what you ask for, right? You might get it. And what you will realize Anytime you want more, it's more. It's more work. <laughs> it is more reward, but it's more work. It may be more autonomy, but it's more work. It may be more money, but it's more work. It's more work. So be careful what you ask for. So I'm outgrowing my space at work, and that's great. feels really good. Uh, I am, as you guys know, writing this book. I'm doing the rewrites, and I've got an amazing editor and uh, publishing team at uh, Ravel. And I'm in the midst of that. And uh, at the same time, I've got uh, three fabulous teenagers who are coming into their own right. And by gosh, they've got their own schedules. And things are just busy. I almost, I'm kind of at the place now, I'm trying to learn to be quiet. Someone will say, how's it going? I was like, great, I'm stretched out. And the truth is, we've got to do what that dog did. We've got to take an example from that old country dog and pause and find our center. And I want to share with you just a couple things. And trust me, again, I'm on this journey. And I'm, I'm just sharing with you where I'm at. And I hope that uh, you can get on this journey with me and find your center as well. Let me just share a couple things to remember. Uh, In an episode recently here, I talked about what happens when you're blessed and you don't know it. It's a bad attitude. (laughs) That's what happens. When you're blessed and you don't know it, a bad attitude is born. Uh, Eventually, just a matter of time, when you don't realize that you're truly blessed, a bad attitude is born. So let me give you just a handful of things that I believe can help me and help you find balance. One, remember what is most significant in your life. Remember what's most significant in your life. Yes, you have to work. Yes, you need that job to survive. Hey, you may be unemployed and never before in your life has it been so important to have a job and work as it is right now. And maybe you haven't been able to find the kind of job you want. Maybe you're underemployed. There's a ton of us out there that are underemployed uh, and you haven't been able to really make the ends meet as much as you'd like to, or maybe they're meeting, but you're doing something where you find no fulfillment. Hey, you could run the gamut on whatever is causing that stress load as it relates to work, but pause. And remember what's most significant. There's an old country saying that you never miss your well until your water runs dry. Play this movie forward and assume 
that that loved one is on their bedside in the hospital and there are a bunch of tubes coming out, right? I, I know that sounds dramatic and morbid, but think of the things you would say to that person with a uh, eye full of tears. Think of the things that you would say to them. Think of the conversation that you would have if that were your mother or your father or your spouse or your children or your brother or your sister or that dear friend or grandparent. Think of what you would say. Let me help you. Say it right now. Say it now. That will help remind you that what's most significant is them. Job may not be how you want it to be. Work may not be what you want it to be. But listen, you'll never turn that ship around in a healthy way if you don't remember what's significant. Work is the means. It's not the reason. It's the means to accomplish the reason, the reason of caring for and being able to love and provide and help support those whom you love. Remember what's most significant. Number two, don't lose sight of who you are and what you need. Don't lose sight of who you are. Don't lose sight of what you need. You can get so busy. You can find yourself so wound up in the workplace that you forget to take care of you. And listen, I'm at that place. Yeah, I'm leaving my house 6.37 in the morning. I'm probably getting home 7, 7.30, you know, between the work and the commute. And trust me, even though you don't get paid for it, the commute is a part of the work. It is a work-related activity, and it's why we end up spending nearly 55, 60% of our awake hours at work. Don't forget you. What are some of the ways that we forget ourselves? Well, first of all, we don't take care of ourselves mentally, physically, spiritually. And I think there's importance in all three of those things. Let's start with mentally. Because our mind is so wrapped up and we're going and going and going and we're, we're not taking the lessons of that old country dog who learns how to pause, slow down and gain his center. When you keep going and going and going, you find yourself with a very noisy inside. You've got to pull away. Whatever it takes, you got to pull away. Maybe on the commute home, turn the radio off. Turn off the talk show. And uh, if you need to, pull over on the side of the road and just rest. Whatever that is, maybe that's you're soaking in a lot of silence. Maybe that's a book that you've been wanting to read for a long time. And listen, I promise you, you don't have to spend a whole bunch of time in it. Maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And just pull your brain out of the activity cycle. Now, here's what I do often. I will come home, I will go into the bathroom, I will cut the fan and the light on in the bathroom, and I will just hang out there for a while. Now, it's nothing new. My family's figured it out. I'm not telling any secrets. I'm just hiding because I need about 30, 40 minutes to just not be Mr. Witted, 
to just not be, hey, Rick, I need you to do whatever it is. And I have to find that space for myself or I'll go crazy. And I'm not going crazy. It's just not going to happen. So we have to not forget who we are. Second, second way we, we tend to forget who we are is we don't take care of ourselves physically. We don't exercise. We don't do any exercise. And guys, listen, if, if, you, if you haven't walked before, walk. Put on your tennis shoes. Take 15 minutes if you've never done it before. Take 30 minutes if you walk a lot at work, but that's different. Your body gets accustomed to that. Get That becomes a normal for your body, so it doesn't really work you out. You got to change up that routine. Put on some tennis shoes, lift up your arms, and walk a little different. If you walk, run. You know, and, and, and once you're able to run, run one day a week, and then maybe two days a week, and then maybe three days a week eventually. Run for 10 minutes, run for five minutes, run in place really fast for two minutes. You know, whatever, we got to start taking care of our body. It's the only one you get. When it's gone, guess what? You ain't going to work. It's done. And as important as this place is to you, you know what they're going to say when you don't show up the next day? They're going to go, man, Rick was, man, he's a really good guy. All right, do we have that wreck open? Who's gonna, Do we have backfill? And that's not being insensitive, but work is about business and that business has to keep going on. So what does it matter to work yourself into the grave if you don't take care of yourself? It doesn't matter at all. And the only people that are really left without are those that love you the most. So we've got to take care of ourselves physically and then spiritually. So I I am a person of faith. I am a Christian. I have no shame in saying that at all. And I'm not knocking anybody who isn't. But for me, that's extremely important. And I'll tell you, you have got to step back. And um, that's probably the most significant place in my life that has true meaning to me and my family and what I do and what I feel I'm called to do in this career advice uh, stuff. I, for, for me, my center is found in that. And so I have to take time to pour into that. If I don't, because that's so significant to me, I'll find myself off balance. And so physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, we have to take care of ourselves. We have to remember to take care of us or we lose balance. Number three, this is a big one for me. So those that know me fairly well, they know how much I really do. I do quite a bit. Um, You have to take time away. I mean, one of the things that I'll fuss at my employees about more than anything else is when they're not taking time. Or when someone calls me and said, boss, I'm sorry, I'm going to need to take Friday off my family is blah, 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 or, you know, whatever. Um, And the first thing I say is, listen, don't apologize to me, right? You're no good to me if you don't have balance. You're no good to me. If your family's not good and that's got your mind crazy, then you're going to be half a person. And I want you to be a whole person and feel good about coming in here and being able to do what you do well every day, right? And so, guys, take time apart. Now, I'm telling you that I'm not I'm not practicing what I preach there. Um, I've probably used the last three weeks of my vacation time over last year writing, getting uh, Outgrowing Your Space out the door. So I took time off uh, from corporate America and I wrote. 
And I, I wrote day and night <laughs> and night and day. Uh, and so I'm at a place right now that I'm I'm about to go wacko crazy if I don't get out and take some time off. So guess what? I have built in some time. I have some vacation time coming up and my sweetheart of 19 years married and my best friend of over 26, 27 years, we're going to get away for a week and enjoy ourselves. And that that helps me tremendously. Now, I'll be honest, I, the, the, the major iPhone addiction of that little red circle that just won't go away and I got to open it, tap, 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 because I need to see who's trying to send me an email or who texted me or, or, or what's going on. What, what is it? I got to see it. I don't know who invented that thing. Turn it off. Uh, it is so effective, the little red dot. It, it, in our brains, we're programmed to what? Stop. <laughs> and you can be doing life. And when that little thing goes off, okay, I'm getting off on a tangent. But here's my point. Shut it off. And I'll be honest with you, when I get away for a week, it's about two days before I really, three days before I'm faithfully turning it off and, and putting it away. But you got to get away. You got to get some time to yourself. Or... You're going to find yourself unbalanced. And I don't care how great your career becomes or can become. It will never be worth it if at the end of it, you were an individual without balance. There was no balance in your life. There was no balance in your health, your mental state, your physical state, your spiritual state. If there were no balance in your relationships, if there were no balance with those you loved the most, then no matter how successful you are in your career, it would mean nothing. So find balance. I'm working on it. Till next week, I hope this has been helpful. Thanks to our producer, Christian Witted. Thanks to our All Things Media guys, Sharvin Witted. That is a tag team made from heaven. These guys are awesome. And we could not do the things that you enjoy with On Your Way to Work and, uh, and what's on our website without these guys. So until next week, have a great one. Bye-bye.